that, that uh, barbecue Jamocha sauce shake is, is my the favorite best thing. Pork belly. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. <laughs> I've never had the Jamocha shake. Jamocha me crazy, man. Oh, that oh, doesn't work. That sums up my whole my whole childhood is the Jamocha shake. Some curly fries and a Jamocha shake. Mm-mm-mm. You had that shit when you were a child, really? Yeah, yeah. The Jamocha shake's been what? around forever. It's like a, it's like a, like a, like a mocha. It? What is like Jamocha? Yeah, it's like a mocha coffee shake, kind of. I don't. So know. is it it's like good. Java mocha? Yeah. Okay, it's, I can it's dig delicious. that. I guess I haven't. Yeah. I've never had. It. I've never had it. I, yeah. I'll get there. Fucking. Uh, they changed up their roast beef sandwiches. They used to have like uh, small, medium, and large, and now they got single and double. So you get a single thing of meat or a double thing of meat, but they but they give you double cheese on it. Where when you got a medium or large, it was still just one thing of cheese. So now they double up the cheese. I kind of like that. Yeah, I think it works. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, it does. Oh, shit. We're live. What? 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 We're, we're live. Fuck. Fuck you. What happened, How are we man? Live? What? I don't know. It's been recording oh, for a shit. minute and 12 seconds. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Arby's, huh? Uh, right. We bring the meat. It's perfect no. for beef sticks, though. Hey, that's a perfect opening for beef sticks. <laughs> Arby's. Mm. We have the meats. The meats. Son they of have the bitch. meats. Welcome. We bring the beef. Welcome Sticky. to beef sticks, everybody. Ow, 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 ow. We are sober. Drug free is <laughs> the way to be. Mm. Thank God bourbon isn't drugs or alcohol. I know. Thank heavens beer isn't drugs or alcohol either. Because mm. it's good shit. It is good shit. So well, this folks. is our... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go, you go, you go, you go. You we'll probably start. had... I was going to I was gonna say three words and then mumble and fumble through the rest of it because I didn't know where I was going with it. So this is our sober, alcohol, and drug-free episode... So, with that being said, and my we feel like it's important alcohol- to bring up sobriety right around the Fourth of July. Like, don't have yeah. fun and drink beer. Fuck you. Sit Stay at home alive. and be bored. Be bored. My best, my best friend was was hit and ran over by a car on the Fourth of July, and it's sad. So don't do it because it brings up bad memories. It'd be it'd be as if your uncle just recently died. It would make you sad. It's shitty. The uncle that didn't touch you, not the you know, I mean, you know, not the <laughs> uncle that touched you, the uncle that didn't touch you. <laughs> fucking kids fucking crossing the, why why are you crossing the street on the 4th of July anyways you fucker just stay <laughs> stay where you are play with your sparklers right fucking throw some M40s at the cars but you don't crossing cross the street, street is no not going to give you a better view of the fireworks well, and, and everybody driving is climb on your roof grab your bottle of vodka and just climb up on the roof that's much safer than walking across the street kids don't cross the street yeah no, this 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 episode is dedicated to Dare, uh, Drug and Alcohol Free Resistance Corporation of America, is what that yes. stands for. In honor of and, Scruff McGruff. Yeah, Scruff McGruff, man. Only you can prevent forest fires. Wait, damn, that's a lot of pressure to put on one kid. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure to put on one kid. Like that's the only motherfucker who can prevent forest fires. So the next time there's a forest fire, that kid's going to feel really shitty about their existence. And they're going to off themselves. And they're going to do it with fire because, you know, they feel they need to be consumed by the flames that, that, that they befell. That they that they faulted, you know. They failed us as a society. And they should probably burn themselves. 
I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, don't light yourself on fire, but take like the car cigarette lighter and plug it in and then like, you know, push it on your wrist or something, you know. Stick it to be your wiener in there. Uh, ugh. Dude, that's a tiny-ass wiener. My wiener tip cannot fit in a fucking car lighter. You can press it into a car lighter. It's malleable. I don't think it could get in there. It's going to just smooch. Dude, I got the girth. Smoosh. I don't so much have the length, but I got the girth, and it's just going to smooch. It's not going to It's not gonna go in. It's just going to smooch. Yeah, but you can smoosh it in there. I don't think I can smoosh it in there. Don't get rock hard first. Dude, as soon as I know I'm putting my dick into a hole, it's going to get hard. I mean, I, I have no control over that. That's that's not something I can personally control. It's just going to happen. It's it's going to smooth. So in honor of us being alcohol-free, I am drinking Lift Bridge Brewing Company, The Warden Milk Stout. This is a creamy and dark beer. Uh, very heavy, very heavy. I had I uh, had one earlier today. I'm halfway through this one. Um, I've had a lot of other beers. Don't don't get me wrong, man. I've been drinking Coors Light all day, but I had one of these earlier, and I've had half one now. It is very filling. That's good. That's good sometimes. Not good when you got you know a two hour podcast because I'm probably going to be overstuffed. But luckily, my corn wasn't cooking all the way, so I never did have supper yet. I was going to have supper done before we started doing. It. I didn't. So anyways, it says, protect and serve cold. I love that. That's kind of cute. It's a play on the term warden, protect and serve cold, you know, serve cold like it's beer. But for folks who don't live in the Minnesota area, it may just sound like a cute name. <laughs> it's the warden. <laughs> but Liftbridge Brewing Company is located in Stillwater, Minnesota. And anybody who lives in Minnesota knows that the largest prison in Minnesota is in Stillwater. Yes, indeed. So that's what might makes it kind of cute and campy that this beer is called the Warden because it's brewed in the it's brewed in Stillwater Prison in the toilets, and and that's where that's where Liftbridge brews all of their beers. We talked about this last time that we were drinking Liftbridge. I, I, that's what I was thinking. I'm like this. We've had yeah. this before. This is exactly. Before. It's brewed in the toilets, and and that's what gives it its distinct flavor. Is it's 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 the African American urine. That gives it the flavor. Musky, thick, and pungent. Yeah, thick and dark. That's where the African-American right. comes in. Thick and dark. You know how they got it so good, right? Whoa. Smooshed how it they? in the car lighter. They just they smooshed it, it up and they smooshed it in the car lighter. <laughs> that gives it the, that, that fucking uh, that smoky tint. <laughs> That's where the smoky tint comes from. Um, yeah, you know what? It's it's a good milk stout. I'm not the biggest on uh, on on milk stouts, which is weird because when I was younger, the darker oatmeal milk stouts were kind of my thing. And as I've grown up, I I don't know what the deal is, but I like a lighter, hoppier kind of beer, which is how I fell in love with the IPAs now. When this works for me, um, I like it. I like it. It's good. The, uh, another problem with your milk stouts is I don't know if it's just my mind, like if it's psychosomatic because milk's in the name. But it's harder for me to drink these beers the warmer they get. Where, like, you know, an average beer, once it starts getting warm, it's not as good, but you drink it just fine. To me, these start getting, these start tasting worse a lot faster as the temperature rises, I should say. That's just me, though. Um, So that is my ode to sobriety. So I'm going to take a drink. I'm going to take a drink to not drinking beer. 
And me, I'm not I'm not drinking anything. I'm just hanging out with my buddy Evan Williams. So he's a good guy. He's like, quiet, kind of like Matt. On the episode, you guys will never hear. You know, it was, it was good times. <laughs> you gotta bring him. You have to. I think I think he has to come back because like he's already been a reoccurring character on the show as of we bring him up all, all the time. Yeah, he can just come here and sleep. I'm okay with that. <laughs> we should just go to his house while he's sleeping. And we could, we could there. record a podcast. You be on one side of his bed and I'll be on the other and we record while you know what we'd hear more out of him then than we would when he's awake. He'd mumble a few things and snore and fart, and that'd be more than we got out of him fucking here. So hey, rock on. We should I should talk to his parents and work that out, man. There you go. Just leave uh, the door open, okay? Just leave the door open. I'm gonna come in. I'll be quiet. We won't wake you up. We're we gonna to go do it to like Mac- Bam Margera too. It's gotta be you know. Is that how you pronounce his name, Margera? Yeah. Yeah, I've never pronounced it that way in my head. I've never watched the show. How, how do you pronounce it? I don't know. I'd have to see. The it public written. needs me, to know. Let me let me look up. Let me look up real quick. Let me look him up, and I'll and I'll see how it's written, and I'll tell you. I, I like to say like like Mar Margeria or something. I don't know. Let me see. Bam. Margera. Yeah, I always say Margera in my head. What did you say it is? Margera? Maybe okay. Well hey, then don't run on the same page. Margarine? Bam Margarine. I can't believe it's not I can't believe it's not Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> it's Bam Margarine. I'm just hey, hey, Bam's just like Johnny, just more drugs and depressing moments. He's he doesn't, had a except he doesn't rough, have the money. He's had a rough <laughs> life as of late. He's put on a lot of weight. He's been going through some alcohol binges. He actually married a girl in, in his... He had a series leading up to the wedding. And they had a Christmas special and everything. And they're, they're like either in the process of or had a divorce. I don't know. I watch YouTubes and I don't pay attention to the time frame which the videos I'm watching. This could have been years ago. An old hat. But we haven't talked about it on B-Sticks before. Yeah, I don't know nothing about him. I know he was, like, originally on Jackass. That's how he got famous, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's all I know about him. Well, he's a good skateboarder. And then he had a show, Viva La Bam, right? Viva La Bam, yep. i never seen that. Never, 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 never. Um, I was dating a gal a while back, and, like, her brother watched it all the time, and he was into it. But he was a skater boy, so it made sense, right? Right. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for her. That's a good song. You don't know that song, do you, Josh? I I do know that song. I just choose not to acknowledge it. I don't like Avril Lavigne. (laughs) I do like Avril Lavigne. Sorry, but in that feud, I am good Charlotte all the way. I didn't know they feuded. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure she it's dated a weird one of the good Charlotte guys. I'm pretty sure she dated one. Oh, she probably knobbed him off. She probably yeah. knobbed off the whole damn band. <laughs> that might have been where the feud started. There you go. <laughs> I wanted first, damn it. <laughs> Who knows? The lead Who singers knows? got it last, and they were pissed. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it works. You know, the women got to work their way up. They can't start with the lead, you know. Right. You, you knob off the bassist, and then you move up to the drummer. And then the lead guitar, and then the lead singers, you know? Right. The hype the man's in there. People. Almost Famous, watch it. I watched it for the first time two weeks ago. It was good stuff. No shit! The first time? First time. 
God, that's an iconic fucking movie. I've I seen know, that. And I felt like such a fucking life. idiot. Such a fucking. I idiot. am a god. I love that part. It's so good. It was a good movie. No, I had, I had got home from work and Kirsten was sitting watching it and I sat down and I'm like, what's, I didn't even have to ask what was this. It just kept going. I'm like, this is, this is almost famous. Right. And and then I just sat and watched the rest of it. it was I really don't cool. like the ending. Like it no. kind of, it's very anticlimactic. Right. For as much buildup as there is, like it's very anticlimactic. He should have, he should have got the girl. I mean, he should have. That was, it was clearly painted and written there. I think that's why the director chose to like, Yank it away from you. Yeah. All this time, she just wanted us to be together. And then they had a gay love scene. Yeah. A gay love scene that then got him locked in prison for child molestation. <laughs> that would be cool. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> I'd make that movie. I will back that movie. I'll put the money into it. I will put 50 bucks into making that movie. Talk to Vince McMahon. I'm sure he, he'd also back it. And it could be a WWE Studios production. Probably could be. Hey, <laughs> talk about wrestling. So who was this motherfucker who was uh, on commentary for one of the matches on Raw? Some stupid fucker who's in a Transformers movie or something? What the fuck was up with that? Uh, did I not I was, see that? I don't know. I was watching highlights of, of Raw, and there was this weird fucker on the announcer, and I was like, who the fuck is this? And then later on, I was, I was watching, like, um... Like, recaps of it, you know, where people give their opinion on it. Right. Because I'm not going to watch this shit. I'm sick of it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to watch this shit. Until they fucking, until they put the effort into making me want to watch it, I'm not doing it. So I was watching somebody else giving recaps and shit, and they were talking about this dude who's an actor who was on commentary, but he, like, knew nothing about wrestling and had nothing to say about the, the wrestling. He just kept plugging his his Transformers movie, and then apparently there's, like, a new movie coming out, a WWE Films release that oh, he yeah, stars no, I saw song. something about that. Yeah, they're fucking and him stupid. And they're really it's it's a buddy comedy and it's got Seamus in it or something along the lines. I don't, of... Dude, fucking Vince is scrambling for fucking ratings. He doesn't know what the fuck to do. Right, right. This I is like the mid nineties when they were I, dying. He shouldn't be worried about ratings because the people who aren't watching it and giving you ratings are probably still watching it illegally. Put everything on the network, pull everything off the TV, and just, just this, exist as a the company. They're in the same place that they were in the fucking mid-90s when they were about to die. But you know what he did? He worked on the fucking product. Well, you know what he needs to do then? He needs to suck up his fucking pride, get a hold of New Japan, Ring of Honor, and TNA, and say, let's stage a war. Fuck yeah! That would get all fucking eyes. And you know what? And he wouldn't lose business. No, no he Even wouldn't. when it was he all said business. and done... His, the people who are still WWE all the way are not going to New Japan. They're not going to Ring of Honor, and they're not going to TNA. They'd stay with him at the end of it. Yeah, but that would generate a lot of attention. I think he just Fuck needs to yeah. suck it up and say, let's let's do this. Or give the people or war just, games. You know? Or just he, suck it up and fucking hire Vince Russo back. Say, dude, you know what? I know your fucking money. Help me, motherfucker. Help right. me. Do everything you can. There's so many easy things he could do to turn the ship around. He's just too stubborn to do it. And I think if you're too stubborn to make a smart business decision, maybe it's time to step down. Hey, last week. Triple H would do it in a second. I can guarantee you Last week, before Vince Russo left the studio here, he was telling me. He was telling me how he's emailed Vince and said, dude, I'll give you six months free. I'll give you six months free because I want the product to be better. 
He was telling me that. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Nothing. Nothing. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. But no, yeah. Vince needs to Vince needs to do something. He needs to and and you know what? Okay, uh, I'm going to pull back a little bit. He's doing some things right because he is changing. You're yeah. seeing things like the fashion files, which is awesome. Perfect. You're seeing things like the new day, which I know has been around for a while, but that's what we want. We like that kind of shit. Um, you're seeing some of these things that he is listening to. I heard that they uh, were going to start recording another season of Southpaw Regional yes, Wrestling. indeed. That's I'm the kind of shit they need to be that. doing. Yes. It's probably that's the reason awesome. Cena came back. <laughs> He's like, then, I'll come back if we do more Southpaw. <laughs> but then in the in-ring fucking shit, you still have fucking Jinder Mahal as fucking champion. You have Nakamura having matches against Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, yeah, and, that's and getting fucking ridiculous. throwaway matches. That's getting ridiculous. I mean, you have shit that you should be doing that you're not doing. That just fucking seem obvious. Look at Sa- uh, Sasha Banks, who was the most over fucking female on their roster. And they're not doing anything with her. She's losing to everybody. She's in fucking uh, 30-second matches. The problem Bailey. is when she Bailey gets the title, the, the, she's going to fall off just like everybody else. You know, look at Bailey. She was the biggest thing in NXT, and she comes here, and they don't know what to do with her. It's like they are doing some right things, and I'll give them credit for what they're doing right. Yeah. But they're giving us so much more wrong than we can fucking stomach. I don't understand why when a superstar comes up from NXT, which is a WWE program, whether they label it yeah. or not, why they can't keep the gimmick that they built and succeeded on in NXT. Why, Why does not? it have Why to change? Why isn't Sasha Banks the boss? She should be the boss. Right. She was an awesome heel as the boss. It's stupid. It, it's really dumb. It Nakamura comes up and now he's not the king of strong style anymore. Now he's nothing. He's literally, he almost, and, it, and it's poignant that they put him with Dolph Ziggler. They, they're making him into an Asian Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that's what they want. They're, you're going to take up the mantle because we know Dolph's we on his need, way out the door. We don't door. even need a fucking Caucasian Dolph Ziggler. We don't need a fucking Dolph Ziggler. We wanted him. At, there was a time we wanted him. And if this is what he is, which I don't think it is, I think he's better than what we have. But let's assume this is what he is. If this is what he is, I don't want this one, let alone another one. Yeah. Another thing they could have done smarter... Uh, on SmackDown, leading up to the Women's Money in the Bank rematch, which was a travesty. We'll get into that later. Shit. But Daniel Bryan came out and addressed everything earlier on in the night and had announced that he was going to allow... um, Good God. James Ells... uh, Ellsworth. Ellsworth, there we go. I keep Ellsworth, Ells, Elwood. It's I'm sorry, but Elwood. James Ells, Ellsworth. Um, he he was going to let him be by ringside, but now after he ran his mouth at him or whatever, he's kicking him out of me of the arena. And I'm like, you know what would have been a better announcement? Now I'm entering you in the match, and since you're a man, you cannot touch these women, but they yeah. can do whatever they want to you, and that would have been beautiful. That would have. That would have been awesome. Instead, we got that, a very... That, that's that's really good. I haven't heard that one, Pasty. I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. 
It seems like something Daniel Bryan he, would He's in do. the match, but it's an intergender match, so you can't touch the females. <laughs> but, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Because they did. They teased back at him going up the ladder and dropping the case to her. And, you know, he could have yeah. he could have did that again if he was in the match and it would have been legit, but he would have won it. And that would have been funny. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I, let let James yeah. Ellsworth compete in the women's division. He's not going to hurt them. <laughs> no, no. Legitimately, <laughs> I think every woman in there, in a legitimate fight, could could stand toe to toe with Ellsworth, if if not whoop his ass. Mm. And it would be funny when the, when the bell goes off, how all the women look at him and just go after him right away. And they're all working together to beat his ass. You know, maybe yeah. maybe then while they're beating his ass, Carmella can po- move the ladder in and quick run up and win. It didn't have to be a long match because it was a rematch. But I, I, I just, I hate the fact that they gave us two rematches from Money in the Bank with the same fucking outcome in less time with less entertainment. Like, why'd you do that? Hey, now you're wasting hey. my time. What if uh what if some 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 basketball player whose last name is Ball, which is pretty poignant, what if he was on commentary at the time that all those women were whooping the shit out of James Ellsworth? Fuck it up. What do you think he'd have to say? What what do you think uh, um 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 this ball cat what do you think? What do you think he'd say if he was on commentary when they all were fucking whooping on James Ellsworth? Do you think he'd be against it, or do you think he'd say something in favor of it? What do you think he'd I say? I definitely think he'd say <laughs> on live television. Because why wouldn't you do that? Because you can. Because you know what? You can. They can only do it twice on WWE. But since we're on a podcast. I can hit this button as many times as I want to. <laughs> I think we may have to multiple so times. So if you need that, yeah, if you need that kind of stuff to boost ratings, you know, I got it. Also, I got this lovely clip <laughs> of uh, a nice drug. Methamphetamine. That we don't do on the show because we're a drug-free show. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you definitely don't do drugs when you are out of state, let's say, in a place called... Pain hole! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's fucking awesome! I love it. I love it. It's great. It's great. Um, so let's so let's talk about let's talk about. Are, ball. I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep collecting like the worst thing of the week from WWE, and it's gonna keep getting added and into we're, we're gonna bar. Just grow. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. And, it, and you know what? It it's 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 definitely the gift <laughs> that keeps on giving. We're never gonna run out. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Stupid shitty things from WWE Raw. I it's still never need to, gonna I still need to make a button out of pages. I'm just making it a little big for you. Right? <laughs> um so let's talk about ball, all right? And I'm gonna and I'm gonna try to do this, folks, I'm gonna try to do this with saying nigga as few times as possible. So I got one in right there. I'll try to say it as few times as possible, but it's it's difficult to to talk about this without saying it. So th- this cat, what's his name? Do you have his full name? I uh, la, 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 ba, 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 ba. I just remember it's Ball LeVar, because he's a basketball LeVar player, and I think Ball. that's just ironic. LeVar Ball, but this is not LeVar the LeVar that Ball. read you books on a uh, reading rainbow. <laughs> no, this is not LeVar Burton. He's a way better LeVar, all right? Way better LeVar. This he, dude was he blind. He a far better segment. He, yeah, he was blind, and he read you books as a kid. Holy shit. Holy shit. A blind dude reading you books. 
It's awesome. And fly in a spaceship. Lordy LaForge, man. It's nuts. Take a look. It's in a book. Reading Reading Rainbow. Rainbow. I can go anywhere. anywhere. (laughs) Place to go. Folks, you know. Reading Rainbow. So this LeVar Ball Cat. Who apparently is a is a new Laker, right? Is that the deal? He just got signed to the Lakers. No, 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 no. His son, his I think... son Lonzo Ball, just got signed to the Lakers. His son, Lamelo Ball, his so other son. Guy? Is he a famous? He, yeah, he was, was he a, a basketball famous? player. He was a basketball player, and now he's cashing just... in on the fact that his kids, his one kid, is in either high school or college basketball. That's the blonde-haired one that said the stuff. <laughs> And the other kid just made it to the Lakers. Uh, second round draft pick, so they're like really ego driven about it all. All right, yeah. He's, he's so, supposed to lead the Lakers into the future, and I, I, I don't yeah, know. Right. I don't know. He's <laughs> I, no magic until he has AIDS. He's no Magic Johnson. All right, motherfucker. <laughs> Go get yourself AIDS, and then we can fucking talk. I want to see you win a championship with AIDS, motherfucker. Win a championship with AIDS, then we can talk. Don't bleed on the court. <laughs> Pound that nigga ass. Pound that nigga ass. I apologize to all my gay friends over there. But come on. It just happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this this ball guy, this LeVar ball, um, or, or, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, so, so they give him this segment. So what I've heard, what I have heard is that um, they 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 wanted to get them on here. The the Levar Ball and his dad. I just want to know, like, why on... didn't you announce it last week or something? Like, so, give us okay. some kind of heads up that this is going to happen because. Well, this kind of makes sense because I was asking you. I said I had heard it was his brother and I'd heard it was his son. Now this makes sense now that you tell me they're both his sons because the one kid is obviously the brother and the son, correct? Yes. Okay, so that makes sense. Because there's no reason for that motherfucker to be there in the first place. That kid can get the fuck out. He's nothing. He's a high school basketball player. Just get the fuck out. We don't need yeah, you here. Yeah, and he's the one who he came out with his dad. And then they had Lonzo Ball come out, like, halfway through the thing. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. It should have been right away, uh, so, if anything, or had him come so out altogether. So, from what I've heard is that WWE had a plan for them. They wanted them to be heels. Which were they? Were they in Los Angeles at the time? Uh, San Francisco. I think they were. Okay, so maybe there's a rivalry again. I don't know basketball. I don't know NBA enough. I'm sorry, folks. I just don't. So, anyways, they WWE wanted them to come out as heels and cut a heel promo and do all this shit. Well, apparently, one of them, whether it was senior or junior, didn't want to be a heel. He didn't want to be an ass. He didn't want to do that stuff. So they worked together. And they came up with this plan to put him on Miz TV. And they said, just go out there and be yourself. Yeah, that's fucking good advice. (laughs) (laughs) There was a script according to WWE. It just wasn't followed. I don't think it was followed Uh, at all. WWE didn't say there was a script. They said that him saying nigga was not scripted. There's there's two different... That's two different things they're not saying there was a script they're saying that wasn't scripted yeah 
Okay. So I mean, yeah, yeah. So and it wasn't. I'm I'm sure. I'm like ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure that was not scripted. <laughs> they did it for the ratings, yo. <laughs> um, so they go out there. They say, "Be yourself. Go talk about your thing. Do your thing." He has this brand. You know what the brand is, right, Josh? Yeah, big baller brand. So big yeah, baller pair brand. him up with the Miz and not with the Titus brand. Okay, that yeah, was yeah, the, like, yeah, the first right? thing. I'm like, what is sense. going on here? Yeah. And that would help Titus go over because the Miz doesn't need celebrities coming on to his fucking Miz TV. Right. Miz TV is a high rated fucking segment. They always get ratings. He doesn't need it. Yeah, that's good thinking again, Josh. You're on top of things tonight, man. Put it with Titus Brand. That would have been perfect. Yeah. Besides the fact that <clears throat> Titus is black also and it might jive a little better, folks. <laughs> right, right. Sorry. I mean, Miz just looked out of place up there. Right, he, he it was it was awkward. It was just awkward, and I think both both Raw and SmackDown the shows were just awkward. I I didn't have fun watching it this week, and I kind of like got halfway through Raw, and I'm like, oh yeah, we're not supposed to be watching this anymore. To to make a point, <laughs> why am I watching this? Right. And then I got roped into watching SmackDown, and I wasn't even gonna watch SmackDown. I was gonna play video games. I just think there's a part of me that needs to watch five hours of wrestling a week. <laughs> <laughs> there's other there's other venues and we'll oh, get I into know. that i want to finish up on this topic so he comes out there and from what i've heard and read so far long before the n-word was dropped well i shouldn't say long before because it, was, it wasn't that long of a segment but before the n-word was dropped vince mcmahon was pissed was furious at how shitty this guy talked he's like this dude is not meant for television he shouldn't have a mic Right. So Vince sent out uh, Dean Ambrose early. Apparently uh, Dean Ambrose was supposed to come out, but Vince cut it short. Vince cut it short. Now, this might have worked against Vince because this might have been the uh, the thing that threw off everybody on stage. And that might have been what, what, what got the kid to, to drop the N-word, to say, you can click it. You know, that might have been what got him to say. I got you. <laughs> okay. So perhaps him throwing throwing them off led to that? Perhaps not. We'll never know. But you can't blame Vince because I watched it and long before that 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 phrase was uttered, it was it was awkward and it was just horrible. Right. So Dean Ambrose came out. Laughing and just as my he's question, coming out, and this might tell. just be like the ignorant, like dumb white guy. But like, if he wants Dean Ambrose to beat up the Miz, why you gotta say that? You know what I mean? I, I I know what you mean, but it's just it's just a term of endearment. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> That's why I ain't afraid to say it. He's a like, beat that nigga ass. It's a term of endearment. You know, he's like, just beat that nigga ass. It just mean beat that dude's ass. He wasn't saying anything. He's just saying beat that cat's ass. You know, I say cat. That's what I say. People look at me often. I'll be talking about things. I'll be like, man, I was coming home the other day and I seen this cat with a flat tire. So I just decided to help. And they'd be like, you seen a cat with a flat tire? And I was like, a person, okay? It's a, a person, but it's, you know, a cat. That's a person. Yeah, how stupid are you? So it just means person. Who gives a shit? People people overlook these or look too hard into these things. 
But yeah, I, I get you. Whatever. He should know better anyways. So yeah, Dean right, Ambrose right. comes it's out, he's TV, laughing. Like... He kind of looks right at camera. Like, 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 come on. You know, he was just, he wasn't happy. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, Dean Ambrose should have gave true. a vo- face and they should have made that sound effect and then just cut it from there. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. And, and for how pathetic they're building Dean Ambrose's character, it would have been perfect. It would have. <laughs> it would have. And, uh, and then, from what I've heard, I, I didn't watch the episode and I didn't watch the whole segment. I just seen bits and pieces. And Pacey said he doesn't remember. What I've heard is that because it was going so horrible that Vince told the announcers to start burying the big ball of brand on TV. So all of you that watched Raw, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I heard was Vince told them to talk about how overpriced all their stuff is, nobody can afford it, it isn't worth the money. Like, they just trashed his brand. Now, Honestly, it's LeVar Ball. Nobody knows who he is. At least nobody I know <laughs> knows who he is. And and I don't think anybody was going to buy into his brand anyway. I don't think so. But it's not if that like, is what this happened... This is the next Jordans! It is, it, is, <laughs> it is legitimately true. If, if, if they did bury his brand, it is legitimately true that Vince changed his mind, got pissed, and told them to bury it because there's no way they would have got a celebrity to come on their show, be an antithesis to the heel. So in other words, they're being a face because Miz is a heel and they're they're bucking with, with the Miz. So obviously, to have them come on there and, and, and show up and promote themselves and be against the heel and then have the announcers bury their product that doesn't happen you bring people on to promote their product that's the only reason they come on right. is to promote whatever they have it's no different yeah. than going on a talk show it's I mean, no at different that point, than going on a morning show or, or being on a food WWE cooking show is gonna make some money off their product too you know what i mean you're on the show we get x amount of profits from this this date you know this date to this date. Uh, i don't think i don't think they do i think all they get is the extra ratings out of it to be honest i don't know i'm not in marketing but i don't think they do i don't think that's how that works i would i would just i almost see it as like a partnership kind of thing i don't think it is i think it's more of a like like the tonight show i think it's the same as going on jay leno jay leno isn't getting a portion of the movie box office tickets you know when has a celebrity guest appearance ever you know done good things for the business uh uh, mike tyson dx fucking huge that's what won the monday night wars dude Okay. Uh, Muhammad Ali, the first uh, first WrestleMania. Let's not he talk about fighters, though. Let's talk about celebrities. <laughs> Let's talk about not because I know you next you'd say Floyd May- Mayweather, and I'd say you goddamn bastard. How about uh, Bob Barker? <laughs> Bob Barker, which made huge ratings for Raw when he guest hosted Raw. Then we can talk about uh, Donald Trump because. Donald Trump was on one of the highest uh, fucking pay-per-views, and Trump it's almost directly it, correlated to uh, to Trump being on there. One of the highest buy rates and one of the highest uh, um, grossing pay-per-views so ever. So you think that's directly related? Do you think Trump being president is directly related to that moment in time? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, Vince McMahon gave us the president of the United States. We, I mean, Vince is running him as a puppet. It all comes back Donald, to the Donald, you have to come on my show, and I swear to God, 
one day <laughs> you will be the president of the United States of America. <laughs> right? It might have been what happened. Um, hey, I, I got a fucking... I, I, since this is a drug and alcohol-free fucking episode, um, I got to pee and get rid of some of this beer, which is which is rare for me. I usually hold it off at least for two hours, but I really got to go. Yeah, Pacey, carry it on. This is pretty sad. But uh, while right you're back. gone, I'm going to give a nice shout-out to our sponsor. Our sponsor. Man, you ever look at your car and say, I need some more decals? You ever look in your closet and say, I want a shirt that says what I want it to say? Look no further than Monster Wear Clothing. Monster Wear Clothing. Owned and proprieted by my good friend, Corey Matthews. No relation to the Boy Meets World. They have top quality products. Top quality products. I'm saying, they spend the money and get it in bulk so you don't have to, to get the top of the line products. Immaculately quick turnaround times. You can get your stuff out as fast as you need it. It'll make your head spin. And let me tell you, the service, it, you just can't be beat. Locally sourced in Minnesota, you don't have to order things from overseas and pay exuberant shipping fees. As a matter of fact, he, he usually just bites the shipping fee and just takes it, you know? The, the point here is to get the product to the people. Monster wear clothing i can't stress this enough to you guys great products we love them they support the show we support them check them out tell them pasty white sent you and get yourself that fat discount check it out oh so yeah Man, that, that i got was a question big... for you sir drop it drop it like it's hot motherfucker your studio location is set up right next to your sliding door. Why ain't you just pissing out that? <laughs> because this is an early taping and it's broad daylight and there's kids in the neighborhood. Otherwise, I usually before. do. Actually, <laughs> I usually do when when I gotta when I gotta do it. I just slide it open and fucking let it fly. But um, the the you know with it being summer and the sun going down late to begin with, and the fact that we popped. I don't know. You want to call it two or two hours early? I don't know what the fuck our time is nowadays. Our viewers don't even know. But it don't matter. Thirty-eight minutes. It's seven forty-three. No, I know. Like, I know what time it is now. I don't know what our what our fucking air time is. Whether it's eight or nine, I don't fucking know. But either way, with us, <laughs> nobody with knows. Us starting, yeah, it's always eight o'clock. That's what we do know. It's always eight o'clock, regardless. To subscribers, because the subscribers get it right away. Um, with it being an early start and with it being summer, I just can't, I can't whip it out right now, dude. I just, I just, I can't do it. There's kids walking back from the pool and shit. And, um, you know, when there's a seven year old girl in a fucking swimsuit walking in your yard, it's not cool to be out there with your dick in your hands, staring at them. Just not cool. You know what? Somebody needs to invent a urinal that attaches to the bottom of your computer desk. Nerds would buy it for long gaming sessions. Some World of Warcraft kids would be all over that shit. Dude, have you ever seen that? uh, uh, Mom Bucket! No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) The South Park episode? Come on, you've seen it. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen it? Yeah. Uh, 
No, but they have this golf club for when you're in the fucking uh, course. Have you seen that thing? Stupidest thing in the yeah, fucking world. Yeah, so it's yeah, like it a golf up. club, okay? Yeah. And it opens up at the top, and there's a fucking hole for you to stick your cock into as if it were a fucking car lighter. And then they give you a towel, because most people golf with a towel over their hands. So they right. give you a towel to make it discreet. Well, most, most Nobody knows what you're models. doing. And they can't so, yeah, most people it. hold their golf club by their cock and put a towel over their hands and stand there not moving. Now, <laughs> you take into the fucking fact that most golfers are fucking 65 years old and older. If they can't wait. I mean, now, there's a lot of golfers that are young. But those motherfuckers can hold it until they get somewhere or they'll piss in a bush. They don't give a right. shit. So the only people buying this are 65 years of age or older. So it's taken them a good, uh, what, minute and a half, five minutes to piss? Um, dude, we all know what the fuck you're doing, and right. it's sick. So fucking stop it. Whoever came up with that should be fucking drug into the street, beat with fucking golf cleats, and run over by a steamroller, you cock-sucking I mean, bitch. Please tell me that this is just a, a, a like full golf club that you stick in your caddy and you, you don't actually use it. Cause once you piss I hope you ain't swinging that shit out of <laughs> But even still like say it's perfectly sealed once you once you piss in it it's gonna Fuck change you. the whole physics. It's gonna change the whole physics. Yeah. That shit ain't perfectly sealed at this point, motherfucker. You better change clubs all like, oh this club don't feel quite right. Come here caddy. And then you know he's handing it to a caddy. Right. You know he's handing it to a caddy. This motherfucker can afford a piss club. I can't afford a regular golf club. He can afford a piss club. I know he has a caddy. He's handing See, yeah. it to his caddy. The caddy knows what's up. Wouldn't it make more sense to just, like, put a door on the passenger side of the golf cart and, like, put a put a sit-down toilet in there or something? You know, like, that makes sense. Wouldn't it make more sense to just be, like, or depends, you know, depends. Isn't that the go-to? I just buy a steak. I would... Fuck that. I would buy steak in that golf course, and I'd just fucking drop trowel and piss right there and just be like, I own part of this golf course, fuckers! <laughs> let your dogs do. let your dogs out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'd be running around fucking chasing balls and shitting in the greens. Drinking out of the fucking water hazards. Chasing the cats out of the sand trap. <laughs> I need to do that. I need to buy a steak in a golf course. And just fuck it up. Just just run it to the fucking ground. <laughs> and write it off on my taxes. <laughs> just be like, fuck, I tried. Just write it off on taxes. That's what they all do. That's what Trump does, right? Anything fails, just write it off on taxes. Fuck it. Right. Hey, I with Trump as president, I can do that shit. Course. Yeah, well, yeah, I want to buy a steak at a golf course also. <laughs> I want to buy a steak anywhere. I like steak. I bought a steak. I uh, bought New York strips today. I didn't make them, but I bought them. Hey, guess what I had for, for breakfast this morning? Uh, breakfast pizza? <laughs> Scrambled steak and eggs. Dude, we bought Ooh. up steak. We chopped it up in, in, in small little bits. We made scrambled eggs with uh, red peppers, onions, and mushrooms. And we had the steak in there. The shit was good, man. Scrambled steak and eggs. Fuck you guys with your steak and eggs. We just made it all one thing. 
This is the shit that I feed to these 11-year-old kids. They're fucking spoiled as hell. Fuck yeah, when are you going to come cook for me? It was three kids and myself, and I barely got any of it because I wanted them to fucking be able to eat. And we had fucking uh, Potatoes O'Brien, so you got that too. The fucking kids, God. Potatoes O'Brien, my favorite sibling to Conan. <laughs> right? It's like being named Pykel. Your name is Potatoes. <laughs> Did you like my top five list of yes. worst names? Yes. I'm like, I'm like, only Rick and Morty fans are going to get that. The rest of the people are going to look at it and just be like, what? <laughs> Why is Jerry bad? <laughs> <laughs> Who's named a fart? I just came up with it randomly. Just randomly. I was like, dude, there's, they pick on a lot of people's names. So I was like, I got to fucking just make a list of names. I could have done 10, but it started to get less funny with 10, so I was like, five's funny. <laughs> 10 isn't funny. Five as long is as funny. you got Michael on there, man. As long as you got yeah. Michael. Less is more. You know, you know, his name's no He's got a normal name. He, they had Michael picked out before he was even born, before they got pregnant. And then I came along, they weren't expecting me, and it was like, uh, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do this Rick and Morty episode, Loke. We got to do really? this. Especially with, uh, what was it, July 29th or something is now the official, the 17th yeah. official release date July of Rick 29th, and Morty. July 29th, 2027. Yeah, exactly. For, uh, for, for season, season seven, episode one. Season six, season six, episode 35, the end of, of season six was fucking insane. It was wild. <laughs> Um, I, I, I couldn't believe that the Council of Ricks lived in Morty's pubic hair. That was a fucking, that was like, whoa. Talk about a fucking mind blown. Yeah, that, that fucking threw me off. But so I'm excited to see what happens now that Morty shaved his pubes. You know, the Council of Ricks, where are they? Did they just go down the shower drain? We don't know. We don't know. Remember when Snowball came back from the dog dimension? Yeah. You know? Morty was on. Morty was into the peanut butter. Maybe Snowball licked up the Council of Ricks before he completely shaved them off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I found my balls, and they're on Morty. I'm gonna lick them, Summer. <laughs> and I love it. I, watch. I go. I go on these places Sit on the summer. web, and I just start talking about random fucking uh, seasons, just to throw people off. <laughs> I did it to you the other week and I never even told you I was faking it and you're just like you're either bullshitting or I completely missed something <laughs> you even remember that you were ha you were more than half sauced at that point I remember everything I was talking about I was talking about um, season four's ending oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were, you were like uh, you're fucking with me or I really missed something <laughs> Rick and Morty, folks, if you ain't watching it, go to fuck out there and watch it now. Best thing since Simpsons and ATHF, Adventure Brothers. How come Adult Swim has such the best fucking... You know why Adult Swim has such the best shows? Because they give people free reign. Right. You do they what give you them want. creative control. Yeah. That's the benefits of airing in the that's middle of the night. Hey, maybe that's what Vince should do with yeah. WWE, and then and then people can say things like. Because I mean, you WWE know, Adult after Swim, hours. Adult Swim has Boondocks. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, they could say beat that nigga ass. They could say it, you know. Fat Mac, it's 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 only seven fifty two. It's too early. Yeah, okay, I can't early. say beat that nigga ass. <laughs> Sorry, I can't say it. No, uh, and, and you know you kind of get the same thing with Archer too, you know, which I've just started uh, um, one of the seasons of that. Not the season that's film noir, but the season just before that. I'm okay. loving it. Just just loving it. I don't know. Have you watched the uh, newest season on Netflix? What is it? Season six or something? Uh, Where they started uh, uh, the Figgis, uh, the Figgis um, detective agency. I did start the season that starts out like Bob's Burgers, though. Just that episode, but it was fun. Well, yeah, that's like that's like season four, dude. That's four, yeah. Old. Why? Well, I, I don't. But it's that. hilarious. I love that. I love that episode. That's I hilarious. Don't watch this Just like as much as I love BoJack Horseman, I, I don't watch it. Back in the nineties, I was on a very famous TV show. I watched all of them. I like them. I like um Will. What is it? Will uh not Will Forte. What the fuck's his name? Oh shit. Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Who the fuck's Will Forte? He's somebody who uh, is not SNL funny. Huh? He's a comedian. No, he's funny. He's, he's funny. A not funny comedian. No, he's not. No, he's not. Yes, he is. I love SNL. I don't know who he is. Uh, actually, of, that was my favorite. Era you like Will Forte? Yeah. I can't think of who the fuck he is, man. Will drug, Forte drug and alcohol. Is, um, Last Man on Earth. Oh, oh, he's funny. That show yeah. isn't necessarily. No, that he show. Is. Yeah. I mean, it's good, but they should have never built it as Last Man on Earth. Like they should have actually built it as like survivors after this yeah. happened, kind of thing. It could have been a lot better. Yeah, it could have been yeah. a lot better. He's good. He's but good. I and, do uh, like the show. I do like the show. And uh, the chick, uh, his his wife, she's good also. Mm-hmm. And speaking she's of really Bob's funny. Burgers, that's the she wife. does Luis on Bob's yep. Burgers. Yeah, no, Luis, she's Luis. Luis. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, not the wife. Sorry. The wife's a dude. Everybody on there's a dude except for Luis. <laughs> Tina. Yeah, Tina's a dude. <laughs> she she's a dude. Uh yeah, the wife, uh Linda, she's a dude. Yeah, they're all dudes. He's a dude. She's a dude. I'm we're a dude. Dudes, hey. We're all dudes. Hey, I'm a dude. You're mm. a dude. He's a dude. We're all you know what that's from? Good burger, sir. Yeah, yeah, Keenan and I Gill, love good at least. burger. Me and my kids watch Good Burger so much that this week I tried to get the kids to watch Good Burger and they looked at me and said, no. <laughs> <laughs> Currently, I got them watching Dennis the Menace on Hulu. They love that movie. I oh, want to find Problem Walter, Child. Walter Matthau watching, one? Yes. It's horrible. horrible. Watching, watching that, though, definitely makes me want to watch Problem Child because that was way, way, way better. Good Son. Watch The Good Son. Have you ever oh. seen that one? No. It's with Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood. Yeah. You know what it's about? Uh, He's the killer or the Antichrist or one of those types. Well, he's of not things. the Antichrist, but he's just a really fucked up kid. Yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah. good. Pushes the maid down the it's stairs like, it's or like, over a it's banister like or some Ch- shit. It's like, yeah, it's like Dennis the Menace and Problem Child if they actually murdered people. Right, if, if, if these awesome. kids were as bad as you say in real life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like Dennis the Menace. What does he do? He like... Fucking, he, he tears up the flowers and he gets mud on the doors. It's like, Duh! right? That's... Like, holy shit, dude! Stay at my house. I don't give a. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I do that shit myself. 
What the fuck are you talking about yelling at Dennis? I do that at my house. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. It's fucking hilarious, man. Problem Child, yeah, though, Reigns Supreme. Good one. Check it Not out. Problem Child 2, just the first Problem one. Problem Child's cool just, be- Problem Child's cool just because, honestly... I never flushed an M80 down a toilet until after I seen Problem Child. <laughs> right, I right. did it, and I destroyed two different schools' fucking plumbing systems, and I didn't get in trouble for either one. So, and, and to be fair, it does not fucking shoot water out of the toilets, folks. All it does is block up one fucking pipe. <laughs> That's all it does. It blocks up one pipe. It doesn't Ooh. shoot shit out. It'd be awesome if it did. Right. But it doesn't. You need some dynamite. I want to find M80s so I could let let the kids hear. Man, I want my son to be able to shoot off M80s and shit like that. Like, he's never done that. I know I could go to SD and get some. I just never really have. <sighs> what else happened, man? Anything on uh, anything on, on, on Raw? What was the main event of Raw? Do you know? Do you know? Um, yeah, it was a Iron Woman. No, uh, um, a marathon match. It's not called a marathon match. Oh yeah, where Nia Jax actually did really good until the end, huh? Yep, yep. It was that sounded like that was good. I should it watch. It was better that. than the SmackDown main event. I'll, I'll say that much. I like that. Well, I heard that Nia Jax really like looked strong. She did. She she ran she tapped through. She out to Sasha, right? Yep. Yep. It it. But she looked strong all the way leading up to it, right? Yep. I I wish they would have just let her win it, but it is what it is. You know, you got to push Sasha, and she probably still won't win the championship because, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. But, but that's good that they made Nia look that strong to beat yeah. all the women. And it's okay to lose. But Nia's after so big, you don't match. need to do that. You know what I mean? Like, they should have they should have made Sasha look strong and had her be in the whole time. And it should have been like, you're just waiting for her to lose, but she doesn't. Or, or what you could have done is had Sasha beat all the women and look strong, and then Nia come in and demolish Sasha. Yeah. So that both women came out looking super yeah, strong. That would have been better. Not. Oh, well, have... I mean, I guess I guess both women came out looking super strong this way, right? I mean, I know yeah. Sasha took out a weakened Nia Jax, but it was still a a Nia Jax that had taken everybody out up until that point. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I can't fathom. I mean, other than I think it's odd that they used the tap out method to beat Nia Jax at that point, but maybe they were going for the fact that she was just so blown up and so just wore out from well, from beating everybody. Yeah, I agree that 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 almost would have been better where she's just that wore out that Sasha beat her outside of the ring and then got in the ring, you know, at eight, and then Sasha couldn't make it in for the final two counts. But no, they definitely need to turn Sasha heel because she always like does that Eddie Guerrero stuff, and I really want to see her like embody Latino heat as a heel and like you know cheat to win, you know. Yeah, Nina? I hear you. She she's better as a heel. She's really a good heel. She's the boss. I mean, the boss should not be a face. The boss should be a heel. Right. Ask Vince McMahon. I mean, shit. Exactly. Exactly. 
What about um? Did did uh? Did the fashion police have anything to do? Yeah, yeah. There was a new that was on SmackDown. Uh, there was a new fashion police segment. Apparently, their their police station had gotten ransacked, and they had penned it on the Ascension. So in this episode, they are questioning the Ascension, and they go to play good cop, bad cop, and they play good cop, gooder cop. And the, one, the one's like, my partner here thinks you did it, but I believe you. So the problem is I have this picture somebody had described. And do you know who this is? And it was two, like, very blank-looking faces. Like, it could have been anybody, like, stupid. <clears throat> and then the other one comes in, and he, like, immediately gives them, like, pop and, 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 and like, fruit and cheese crackers tray. <laughs> like like fucking uh, uh Rhino and Heath Slater, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh then they heard something and they went back out to their station out of the interrogation room and the place was trashed again. So they co- Oh. <laughs> uh Oh, and he offered them uh he when he offered them the tray, Heroin. he offered them no, two uh tickets to see Eddie Money in concert. He said, I got two tickets to paradise. And then uh, Connor was like, <laughs> Connor said, um, or the, the one went to reach for him, and Connor was like, we only listen to grindcore and thrash metal. And then they sat back and were like, no way. <laughs> but then at the end, they grabbed the tickets off the table. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the Ascension who trashed it. It was somebody else. And. Well, that's good. That's that's, that's good. building up something. Obviously, I just some get get to the feud with New Day. Is it the New Day? Yeah, is it the New Day? I don't think it's the New. Why day. Why can't it be the New Day? I think that we're gonna see a lot more ten man tag team matches with the Fashion Police and the New Day as the faces and bad guys. Any anybody else is the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm loving what they're doing with the with no, the fashion. I love police. the fashion it's, it's police. Awesome. To me, is almost better than the new day, and maybe it's just because the new day is kind of played. It's out. fresh, yeah, it's fresh, and that helps. Yeah, it's it's fresh, and we got super quiet for no reason. Mm, I'm sorry. Um, the new day. Out. I would love to see. That's all right. I would love to see like some sort of a three-way build-up between the Fashion Police, the New Day, and the Hardys. You know, just okay. build, just the build-up. Just, just do segments. Just like and let Matt produce them. Let him produce and direct them. It won't happen until after. And I have all these segments. And I doubt. I that, doubt Vince would put all of his best character actors on the same show. No, he, he's not, and and he won't do it. We already know that. But I'm, I'm just. Let's 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 just fantasy book here. Let's Monday morning armchair the shit. Fucking have have the uh, the fashion police, the new day, and the Hardys. And the great thing about them is all three, other than being like super creative and super out there and breaking the fourth wall, are all three different characters by far. Oh, yeah. The new day are the happy, lucky, fucking da, 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 cartoon you know. Characters. Yeah, 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 they are. They're real-life cartoon characters. And then you got the Hardys, 
which are super dark and they're in their own universe and it's twisted and anything fucking goes. And then you have the fashion police, which are a fucking throwback Dick Tracy motherfucking, you know, film noir. Miami Vice. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll go Miami Vice. A little less, but yeah, we'll go with that. Um, yeah, and, and it's so, all three are so different that you could make that work so fucking well together. It'd be so much fun. And uh, it would be a, we'd all win. We all want to see Xavier Woods shoot a Roman candle out of Francesca too. I want to see him shoot a Roman candle out of Biggie's ass. <laughs> but yeah, out of Francesca too would be awesome. Also, mm. that would be cool. Dilapidated boot. What if they found like a like a clue under? Like what if a, what if there's a dilapidated boot? In their in their fucking office, one of these times it's it's tore up, you know. That'd be cool as shit. That'd be great. And they don't even have to say anything about it. Just put a boat upside down in there, and we'll all know. Yeah, you don't have to say dilapidated boot. The people that know will know. The people that don't know will think it's a fucking clue. You know what I mean? And WWE's trained the people who don't know it. The, the people that are just WWE fans. WWE has trained them so much to just forget what the fuck they just seen anyways that it isn't going to affect them. Because they're right. fucking sheep. They're sheep anyways. Are you calling me a sheep? Because I tend to forget the things I watch on WWE after I watch them. Calling you? Oh, no, I forget everything I watch. But I'm saying I pay attention to, to the fucking... to the industry as a whole. Right. You know, as a, as a butthole. You do Basically. love industry buttholes. I do. That I do. How about uh, Okada Omega now is, is fucking in the works already? Cody hasn't even had his uh, hasn't had his match yet. No. I mean, I think we all know but that hey, he's going to lose. We all know a, he's going to lose. Of, there's a lot of Twitter smack talking between Cody and Daniel Bryan, sir. There is. And Daniel Bryan actually dropped, and I don't have it right now. I could I, I actually. I think it was I'll take a second to look it up. I'll look it up, but there's a there's a literal date that he mentions that could be the day that his uh, contract expires. Oh man, I have to go back and watch Talking Smack. Why is that? Because on Talking Smack, the censors were thrown for a loop as Kevin Owens attempted to save oh. whale vagina during the show. Yeah, he did <laughs> save vagina. He got it out before yeah, they could. They uh, tried censor to bloop it. it, and it was a, a horrible failure. They tried to bloop it. Yep. What is this fucking uh, Mario Brothers and bloopers down there with the fucking whales? Yep. <laughs> what the bloop? <laughs> Blooper, you look like a tampon. Get in there. <laughs> they blooped it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he did say vagina. Yeah, yeah, shit's dropping everywhere. Nigga, vagina, it's all over. Hey, and we can't talk about New Day, and we can't talk, talk about them dropping the N-word without talking about the New Day segment, where the New Day is talking... <laughs> To the Usos. The night after that. Uh, if you're not wrestling, man, you may not. It's so good. <laughs> exactly. And you might not know the history of this. So, ironically, the same week, <clears throat> this week happened. It was an anniversary, and I couldn't tell you how many years, but it was on, on WCW. Booker T, who is a legitimate black person, not just in blackface, cut a promo on Hulk Hogan. And he and, and he and he uttered the famous words, "We coming for you, nigga," and it and it got and it and it was it, you know the censors couldn't catch it, just like on Raw. 
So anyways, so this week, uh, Ball says the similar thing, similar thing. So then New Day comes out, and they're talking to the Usos, and they're talking about what they're doing for to them. And, and Big E's like, we're going to take your titles. We're coming for you. And right before he could, could say it, Xavier Woods jumps in, covers his mouth, Usos. and says, Uso, 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 we're coming for you, Uso. <laughs> it's uh, it's hilarious. It's just, and, it, and it's cool. It's cool that they reference it. Like, they're starting to do this stuff more. They're, they were talking about how the the This Is Your Life segment with Bailey and Alexa was the worst thing ever. They brought that up. They're, they're talking about it. And they're talking about this. So it's cool they're able, somebody in the back is smart enough to say we can't hide from this shit. Right. We got to reference it. And honestly, you know, it's That's the superstars. Cool. It's the superstars who... It's kind of on them, like like with Kevin Owens and saying whale vagina. You, you're going to need to push it to extremes to get the ratings back up there, and you're going to have to do things the boss doesn't necessarily want you to do that he might be thankful for later after he finds you for it. But take that bite so that right. the, the business can continue to flourish and, and grow. Because there, there was a report that came out this week talking about how the United States – seems to be falling out of love with professional wrestling. And I refuse to believe that that is a fact. We just need, I I just thought that was a far gone conclusion. We just, I don't know. We, they, they need to break the boundaries somehow. I mean, I know they're a publicly traded company now and a lot is on the line with what they do and say, but they need to make us care. (laughs) Right. Seriously. I mean, you probably make a lot of money off your investors, but that doesn't mean shit if you don't got your ratings, if you don't got your people watching the show. Uh, I think the fans should come first. Fuck the industry. I think so. I think they should. I, um... Yeah, you know, that's that's a tight, tight rope to walk, too. It's like, what... You know, as a company, they're going to do I what's most profitable. I hope we never make it to being a publicly traded company. And they should. Company. Just saying. I hope we do. I hope we do, and then I hope that that we get arrested for uh, embezzlement, and then we run away to like the fucking Cayman Islands, and we live there, fucking drinking liquor out of coconuts and hiding from the law. That's my dream. Well, that's a good dream. Okay, yeah, let's, let's do fucking it. do that, man. But I don't want to sell out. Um, How can I we did... do that without selling out? <laughs> I, I I did find the tweet. I want to sell out. Fuck all of you. I want to sell out. I want to suck on the teat of the money grubbing American. Um, <laughs> I found the tweet. Daniel Bryan said, "Side note," and and he's talking to uh, Cody Rhodes right here. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we didn't even mention this. Holy shit! Cody Rhodes beat the fallen angel Christopher Daniels for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, hurt my heart. I'm not. The yeah, you're not. You're not too big Rhodes Cody. fan, and a huge Christopher Daniels fan. I was not happy to hear this. Out with the old, sir. Out with the old. And he is. He's an older guy, but this was his very first world title reign ever. So he's new in the title. I mean, he's he's been in the in the world title scene before, but he's new as an actual title holder. So yeah. But nonetheless, I, I hear you. I hear but you. For just sure. think how delicious so, it's gonna be when Omega is the IWGP champion and Cody is the Ring of Honor champion, 
and then, and then one of them holds them all. Yeah, that'll yeah. be awesome. Yeah, it's good. That, um, that's what they're building to, and they're trying to so do it subtly, having Daniel Cody win right now. WWE Daniel Bryan on yes, Twitter said, "Side note: If you hold the Ring of Honor title 462 days, I may have to come after you, folks. That's how long Bryan Danielson, which is his real name and what he wrestled under when he was a really good wrestler." Um, held his ROH World Heavyweight title in which he had such classic matches against the likes of Nigel McGuinness, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, Roderick Strong, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> he says that day would be at 9-28-18 before warned final countdown. You know what the funny um, thing so is? So it implies that maybe... Is- what? Daniel, Brian Daniels' championship run was a year and a half, and Daniel Bryan's contract is a year and a half. Like, I feel like this is set up at layers. I feel like I dun, feel dun, like he's dun, already dun, set. Dun, he's already dun, set to go to Ring of Honor, and they set this up so that Cody would be breaking the record just as Daniel Bryan comes back. I I hope he can make it to Ring of Honor because I am one of those people. I'm a firm believer WWE will never let him wrestle. No. No, they I don't won't. think they ever, ever will. And I think he physically can. They didn't want him to go the places he went in the first place. They fought so hard to prevent it from happening, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's the psychology so, of the yes chant. It's so easy to get people behind. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got a yes chant, Damn, you got a right? no chant, and it's like an oh. on-off switch. And it's like, now you have And that was control. organic. That was yeah. organic. And the simplest chance, the simplest fucking marketing is always the best. You got the yes and the no chant. You have Stone Cold's what? I mean, the simplest of things are always the best. I mean, that's that's just, I mean, that's that's marketing 101. Uh, got Milk was one of the most successful marketing campaigns of all time. Um, don't forget that there was also... Um, um, Gotta have apples. Um, um, want, not, no, I know it's, uh, want, uh, uh, want apples. Oh shit. Why are we both forgetting this? Oh my gosh. I'm disappointed in both of us horribly. It's bad. It's. Want, have some, have you, yeah, fuck. Oh my God. Folks, just do us in now. Just do us in now. I don't want to live in a world where I can't quote Rick and Morty 100%. Hungry for apples. Hungry for apples. Hungry for apples. There you go. (laughs) Hungry for apples. Yeah. Yeah. The most simplest marketing campaigns, as I was saying before, the most simplest of marketing campaigns, yeah, work the best. So, yes, no, what? I mean, Daniel Bryan fought the system. Harder than Optimus Prime fought the uh, Decepticons. Holy honestly, shit, they have hungry for apples T-shirts. I'm, I'm I'm hungry for one of those. I want a hungry for apples T-shirt. So just throwing this, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring this up. Um, could it be something I could drop on Fantastic Fables? I'm dropping it on Beef Sticks. So you motherfuckers, you're gonna get a little bonus here. Little bonus. When I was in school. At one point in middle school, we had to make marketing. It was something for marketing. I don't know what the fuck it was. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to school. But we had to do marketing, okay? So we had to market something. 
So here's a handful of things with me. Number one, I didn't like school. Number two, I'm lazy. And number three, I was racist back then, all right? Now, for those of you who may not know, I'm Native American. I was raised on the Lower Sioux Reservation, Metawakton. And uh, where I grew up, uh, there was a big divide between white people and natives, all right? No offense, pasty. I love you to death, and I'll suck your balls whenever you want. I get I, it. I no, I get it. And I, I, when I lived in Redwood Falls, I, I kind of saw that too. There was a lot of stuff at the schools, and and yeah, no, I, I see the, so, the prejudice of the area. So we had this thing where we had to do a marketing campaign, and um, at this time, there there was a there was a shift going on where a lot of Native Americans were hanging out with some of the the white jocks and stuff, and and and, and they were merging, right? Which, which ended up being a good thing and a very positive thing because, you know what, we shouldn't separate ourselves by race, by nation, by color, by, by background, any of that stuff. But I was hard-headed at the time, right? So we had a term, um, black people have the term Oreo. You're black on the outside, white on the inside. Mm. We had a term which was called apple, which you're red on the outside, white on the inside. <laughs> and so... We had to do a marketing campaign. So I made my marketing campaign to be apples. And my slogan was, have you cut into an apple lately? <laughs> <laughs> so I made it, right? And it got hung up. People started talking about it, right? And then teachers started hearing people talk about it. But you know how the, the game telephone works? How you like change the facts, right? As mm. it goes. So I got called into the office and told that they were going to take down my project and, and remove my credit for doing the project because it was offensive. And I thought I was busted. They go on to tell me that it was offensive because an apple is a synonym for teacher because you give a teacher an apple to praise them. And me saying, have you cut into an apple was threatening teachers lives. I was like, Oh my <laughs> fucking God, you guys fucked this up. You guys are right, but you fucked it up so bad. You're right. It is offensive, but you fucked it up so bad. Come on. Oh shit. <laughs> um, I fought it and took a zero in that course because I wasn't going to change it because they weren't right about their reason. That's what pissed me off. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna call me out on it, call me out for the right reasons. Right. Don't fucking make shit up about fucking giving Apple a teacher a day and doctors will prey on little kids. There's something. It was stupid. That was my fucking uh little story there, folks. On the apples. On the apples. There you go. Now I'm hungry for apples. Hungry for apples? <laughs> yeah, I would love to see... I, I hate to say it. I'd love to see Daniel Bryan leave and, and you know, do a part-time schedule. He's getting older. The longer he's spent not wrestling in WWE, the older he's getting. Although, the more his body is healing. You know, he might come back almost better than ever. Oh, yeah. Yep. If he gives himself six months to a year of training, oh, shit. Oh, shit. At that point, Vince had better uh, agree to have this war. Actually, that should be what sparks the war. You know? Hey, why not? Yeah, Daniel Bryan defecting. That could be the... Because he's got ties, not with TNA, but he has ties with ROH and New Japan right. and his buddies. And like that's really Frank all we're Zarian, looking to. 
like I mean, like like Christopher Daniels, like AJ Styles, like Samoa Joe, they all have ties to TNA. Right. Yeah, no, you buy TNA's talent, you feud with Ring of Honor and New Japan. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. I want to see it. I want to fucking see it. Yes. 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 Let's go to Stamford, Connecticut. They won't even let us in the front door. These motherfuckers, they're listening. Dude, don't fuck. As soon as you see, as soon as you see Stamford, Connecticut, fucking clicks the shit on and they're listening to us now and they could cut us off at any fucking moment, man. Dude, they've cut us off so many fucking times already. They've fucked shit up on us so many times already. I'm fairly certain they listen to every episode anyway. Dude, I'm pretty sure they got a camera in my bathroom. Vince McMahon pays a team of 30 people to listen to every podcast ever produced on the topic of wrestling. And I know this for a fact. Are they behind you? I'm not going to say no. And I'm not going to say yes. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Crazy. The world's crazy. Life is crazy. Everything's fucking crazy. You know what I wanted to do? I wanted to watch NXT and be caught up on NXT and talk about NXT. I started to turn it on NXT. And um, and then and then the kids wanted me to um, play, play Mario Chase. I went out and played Mario Chase. What it's a fun Mario Chase. It's um, it's a it's a Wii U game. You play it with a gamepad. It's up to five players. One player is Mario, and then up to four players are Toad. And it's almost like hide and seek. Um, you get like a what is it? A ten second head start. Mario gets a ten second head start, and you have various um various uh, uh um not worlds but uh, stages that you can that you can play in. One's kind of regular. Um, there, there's one that has like mud everywhere that slows people down. There's a slide area. There's various areas. And uh, Mar- Mario hides. And then uh, the toads try to find him. And then Mario can move around and he can run and you chase him and shit. And the Mario's got to try to, or the, uh, the toads, I should say, try to catch Mario. It's fun as shit. And like, um, Whoever's Mario is on the gamepad, so Mario can see himself and where all the toads are, but the toads cannot see Mario at all because they're looking at the TV screen, so they can only see themselves. Okay. It's pretty fun. Pretty fun. So I did that, and then, then they wanted to watch Rick and Morty, and who am I to fucking say no? So I watched Rick and Morty, and... Then, then you know, then we went to the pool. Or no, then we went out and I cleaned my fans. I wanted to clean my fans. And then the kids wanted to clean my cars. We did that. Took the kids to the pool. I started doing some fantastic... I never did get to watch an NXT. Um, I want to start watching Glow. Have you have you seen this? Have you heard anything about... Do you know about the original Glow? Uh, yeah, it was, wasn't it all women promotion? Yeah, it was back in the 80s. It was super hokey, super campy, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Um, very little wrestling and a whole lot of fucking storytelling and campy bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
and Netflix has done a dramatization of it, which I believe does like behind the scenes and shit also. I haven't got to watch any of it, but I've heard so many good things, not only from critics, but from personal friends. Yeah, no, I've uh, one friend of mine more and more recently, uh, I was kind of offended when I went on my Netflix and suggested movies, I should, things I should watch. Glow came up. I'm like, why, why I got to watch that? <laughs> oh, because I love wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> and um, also on Netflix, there is a uh, awesome documentary on the actual glow that I'd almost recommend watching before this because it's really good. I watched it uh, a year, maybe two years ago. And uh, it's really good. Really, really good. Really insightful on it. But the the glow TV show I has you doing actual Donald Trump hands when you say that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, the actual Glow Show has real wrestlers in there, and um, and uh, and uh, and the women do all their own stunts too. A lot of the actresses who aren't wrestlers do a lot of their own wrestling moves and stuff. They were trained and all that. Um, the only the only person right now off the top of my head I can think of is I know um, um, Joey Ryan is in there, and his wife is actually in there also. She is a wrestler. Um, she's one of the people on there because I know he he posted a thing about how what did he say Netflix paid me to bitch slap my own wife <laughs> and he had a screenshot of him slapping his wife I was like that's awesome how many people would fucking kill to be paid to fucking slap their significant other you know you want to do it folks <laughs> baby I don't want to do this I really don't want to do it and then you haul off and just wail on them. <laughs> Every little pent-up fucking regression that's inside of you comes out. <laughs> yeah, t- turns away from the camera and says, I really wanted to do that. Right. Uh, no, I mean, this this sounds like a really good show. I haven't got to watch it. I want to. Yeah, everybody listening and pasty, all of y'all. I recommend watching that documentary also, though, because that documentary is really good. If it's not on Netflix anymore, I'm sure it's on YouTube. I know I watched it on Netflix. But yeah, it's it's just a really, you know, it's one of those things. It's a, a cheap, campy, just like that kids promotion. What the fuck was that kids promotion called? Where the kids start their own fucking restoration on um on a public television. Like they paid for like an hour of public television. And then they started it in their like mom's basement. And they were doing this crazy shit. And then... And then one of the one of the wrestlers who joined him was actually like twenty five, but he said he was sixteen. <laughs> He's fucking beating up all these little kids and shit. God, what the fuck was that? You know what I'm talking about? I don't. Maybe Google does. Yeah, let me. Yeah, let me try to find it because that that's a hilarious story, man. If you can look that up, there's a documentary on that too. Let's go with Kids Wrestling Organization and see NWF, what comes up. NWF Kids Pro Wrestling. Uh, it could know. be NWF. MCW. I don't know. Hang on. Uh, Global Force oh, Wrestling man, comes out. Holy shit. There's a lot of them. <laughs> That's kind of sad, to be honest. Wow. Mm, it's funny that kids I Google kids wrestling. I changed it to kids wrestling promotion and Global Force Wrestling came up. That's funny. I think I think it is NWF. Oh uh, yeah, did you hear that? Um, that that Impact officially now 
comic book the rights to W. It is. It's NWF Kids Pro Wrestling: The Untold Story. It's hilarious. It's a documentary. It says it's eighty-four minutes. Uh, if you get the chance to watch it, it's on. It's on YouTube. Don't buy this shit. I don't recommend you buying it. Just go watch it on YouTube. It's fucking hilarious. It's Hip wrestling beat it out by one. And then micro wrestling. Oh come Federation on, JCW. What? How are you gonna do that? Micro micro wrestling federation at five. Extreme midget wrestling at four. Naked women's They're wrestling in love with the league. Midgets. What is naked women's wrestling league? And why is it all this? I know is that I'm gonna join it? <laughs> I know that I'm joining it. I don't give a shit if I have to be a referee. I'll, I'll do the pull apart. Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra acted as a spokesperson for it. I think we need to watch this. Sometimes the women we wear clothes. It's all right. I'm okay with sometimes. I mean, most of the women in my life sometimes wear clothes. Whoa, CZW got number one on the list. That's good. They deserve that's, it. That's where they want to be, right? You deserve it. <laughs> you deserve it. Yeah. No, I like what you posted earlier about the you deserve it and like, yeah. Because yeah, post- yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, I think he made a good point. I, I think he definitely made a good point. You know, the fact that the IWGP championship changes hands rarely and not to just anybody who's been there for a long time. It's the people that even people that put on amazing matches may not ever get it in their lifetime. That's how special it is. Right. You have to put on amazing matches and just be that person. You know, the like they said, Nido. WWE could not just switch gears and make the championship mean that, though. There's no way for them to go back from what they've done to their championships. They could over time. They could over time. No, because then you still have to associate the championship with people who never would have deserved it, according to these standards. It it doesn't work. It doesn't work. They already created a brand new championship, so they could have done it at that point. The SmackDown one could have been one that didn't change hands ever. The SmackDown Championship, who who won the inaugural? Uh, oh, no. No, no, no. It was Raw. It was Finn Balor, right? Okay, he got injured. Shit sucks, right? Mm. Then then Brock had it. Wasn't it Brock after Finn Balor? Or am I wrong about that? No, I think you're right. So Brock had it a substantial amount of time, and he only he only defended it on special occasions. Cool. I loved it. You didn't like it. So Brock lost it to Reigns, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? No. No, 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 no. It was Rollins. Rollins cashed in, right? Yeah, there you go. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, Rollins got injured. So that sucked also. Who got it after that? Was that Reigns then, or who got it after that? Fuck, it's hard to follow this time. I want to say, yeah, Reigns got it, and then... Uh, uh, did Goldberg win it from Reigns? Is that how that happened? Yep. Yep. And then, Brock yeah, I think it was. So let's say Reigns had, get it don't bring Goldberg, you don't bring Goldberg back in. He doesn't need to come back in. We don't need him. We don't have to have him. Reigns could have held it for over a year and lost it back to Finn Balor a year and a half later. 
And then Finn Balor could have held it a year and a half or two years. And like I said about Finn Balor, which is the same thing with Brock Lesnar, but I said about it last week, don't have Finn Balor fucking wrestle every every week. Make him wrestle once every few pay-per-views when it's important. He is the champion. He doesn't have to prove himself. Challengers have to prove themselves. He can sit at home and hold the championship and fucking sip coffee all he wants because he earned it. Well, if that's the case, then Finn Balor doesn't relinquish the championship when he gets injured because he's the champion. I would have been okay with that. They could have just, yeah, they could have wrote it into storyline. Brock Lesnar having the championship means about as much, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, uh, agreed. They, they took it away from Finn Balor, and then Brock fucking held it longer than fucking Finn Balor ever had it without See, defending See, and then the thing, the thing is, is while the champ's out with the title, he can, you know, he can cut promos on the show from, from a, a satellite feed, you know what I mean? Of course. And he can have, and he can have, like, you know... Everybody's oh, vying for that number one contendership things. spot. They can the go year. on morning shows... That's what counts. Yeah, you should have. I I hate to say it, but I am a firm believer that your champion shouldn't wrestle every Raw, let alone every pay-per-view. It should be special. He shouldn't have to. He proved himself already. The challengers should have to prove themselves to him. Yeah. Another thing I would like to see, um, and I think we will see it in the next five years, um, as my far-out prediction, I think it's going to happen sooner than that. But I want to see the money in the bank change hands you know if you're not cashing it in you need to be defending it you know what i mean i yeah and i'd be okay with that it has happened um most most uh most notably if not the only time was mr anderson who defended it and lost it and he only lost it due to backstage because he failed a wellness violation test um he he he, uh, came up dirty for marijuana and so they took it from him, but they let him put it up in a match. Why didn't they just give him the fine? You wouldn't take it from Rob Van Dam. It might have been. It might have been his third one. I don't know. Um, I know that was kind of his last kind of deal before he left. But no, I, I think that's great. I think that could be defended. I think they could. Tur- I still think they could turn it into a belt. Or just make one of the belts the equivalent. Like, I mean, because when, when you and I were growing up, the Intercontinental title gave you a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship. That was mm-hmm. what it was. That was why you wanted it. Yeah. Hey, give me a... Dude, this fucking milk stout really makes you piss like hell, man. So give me a second. I got to piss again, and I will be right back, my friend. All right, folks. All right? Yes. I'm going to take you guys for a ride. Imagine a place with two brothers in a van. No. I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to talk about, guys. To be completely honest, let's let's talk about Great Balls of Fire and Battlegrounds. What's going to be better? I honestly think Great Balls of Fire is going to be overshadowed by Battlegrounds. Uh, Battlegrounds has the Punjabi prison match, man, and I am so excited for the Punjabi prison match in a in a format with superstars who are are sized properly to competitively compete in the Punjabi prison because you get big guys in there, they can't do as much. 
Oh, steel reinforced bamboo. That doesn't mean shit. Give me two guys who are going to beat the hell out of each other and beat each other bloody, bouncing each other off the off the bamboo and climbing up and falling. I want to see somebody get impaled on the top, for crying out loud. This is a Punjabi prison match, and I'm expecting really good things here. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people might not like him, but I really like Jinder Mahal, and I'm stoked for the return of the Punjabi prison. I did not like that uh, Jinder Mahal called the great Kali his hero. <laughs> that doesn't make you look good in the WWE. It does not. But we'll see what my cohort thinks about that. Yeah, we were just talking about the uh, Punjabi prison match. Punjabi prison match. Mm-hmm. One thing I didn't uh, so like... So is I, it official now? Yes, they made I, I it official on SmackDown. Is it official? Yep, we talked about it last awesome. week, and they just made it official on SmackDown. <laughs> I hate when I talk about or know things before it happens, because it really ruins it for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would have been way more excited. Because to me, this is almost hell in a cell, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's worth talking about. And I was just telling the people, I think um, Battlegrounds is going to overshadow Great Balls of Fire with the Punjabi prison match. So let's talk about the Punjabi prison match. Cause as I mentioned last week, I never seen it. I don't know what it is. So it's something like it's two cages and they're both yep. made out of bamboo. All right. Steel. So what's the, bamboo. like, so you get, yeah, damn right. Motherfucker. It's America. We got glass. steel reinforced. Motherfucker. <laughs> so, um, so you get out of the first cage. What is, so what's the deal? Is there so something special, or is it just, I get out of two cages? Like, is there something after you get out of the first cage? For starters, you know, it's set up like the old it's blue snakes. cage, and that's nice. But you get outside of the first cage, and then you're in, enclosed in a small or in an area outside the ring with an even larger cage. So the cage gets bigger on the outside. Um also, Correct, that's, but your but your actual room you can move in is is diminished uh, greatly, right? Because it's right. only like a hallway. Am I correct? But that's good for beating people up. You know what I mean? Bouncing them off back and forth. I think we're gonna see some blood, and I, with with uh, Jinder and Randy Orton, I, I'm definitely expecting some blood. We could definitely use some blood in this match for damn sure. One thing I didn't like though, when they announced it, um, Orton was in the ring threatening to go backstage and beat up gender uh shane mcmahon comes out and says we can't have that but i know what it's like and what it feels like when somebody puts their hands on your family members so you will have a match with him but because you've already had two matches already there's going to be a stipulation and gender mahal gets to pick that stipulation then Jinder comes out immediately. Like, I was thinking, like, yeah, let it go till next week and Jinder Mahal make his decision. No, he comes out immediately. Yeah, right. And says that his because match... Because that would at least give you the illusion that he's is, thinking is a about match it. that was invented by his hero, the great Kali, ruins his entire push right there. Oh, gosh. His <laughs> hero. God, The great Kali is not even the great Kali's hero. <laughs> it's not even the great Kali's son hero. Oh my god! <clears throat> but yeah, I wish they would have pushed it off a week to make it look like he was actually thinking about it. You know what? I Michael Myers in week. the Love Guru is a greater Hindi than fucking the Great Kali. 
Uh, fun fact, I love The Love Guru almost as much as I love the third Austin Powers movie, and fuck you if you don't like it. I, I hope that means that it's fucking shitty, because, no. oh my gosh, I, I actually watched The Love Guru. I watched it with it's Mitchell's so mother. It's so good. God, it's horrible. Honestly, Austin Powers is just a deep cover, and it's, the same, it's in the same series. That's the way I watch it. He's trying oh to get catch Mini-Me, Mini-Me is the owner of a hockey team. Yeah. Yep, that is the storyline of the fourth Austin Powers movie. Poor Jessica Alba. Wasn't that the broad? Yep. Or who was the broad? Jessica Alba, wasn't it? Yep. And Justin Timberlake, yeah. Jacques Lecoq. He, you know what? He actually stole the show in that movie. Yeah, no, he was really he good. He fucking, he did such a good fucking fake French, uh, um, I'm trying to think of an F word for funny, duh, funny. <laughs> he did such a f- good fake French funny guy. Fake French funny fella. There you go. There what you did, go. I was trying to think of an F word for hilarious. Fantastic fables. It's funny, fucker. I know, right? <laughs> you think I'd have all these F words down He by likes now. all the F words, guys. All the F words. I do. I'm a fan of F words. All the F words you can come up with. I mean, just give me an F word. I love it. Fig Newtons. I had to explain to my son what Fig Newtons were. Weird. Yeah, I don't think good. no. I don't think people nowadays know what Fig Newtons are. All I That's said was because we were force fed them as children, and none of us liked them because they were dry and they made us thirsty. Yeah, they're they're not good. I mean, they're um, there's a lot of things with, like I was given as a them? kid, like an everyday snack, and I will figs. Not buy it well, they're made of figs. Duh, yeah, figs. Dumbass. They're made yeah. with figs. But dried figs, like like yeah. prunish figs, dried like and then fresh pasted. Figs. Yeah, it's literally like Elmer's glue with a little bit of fucking uh, grape flavoring added to it. Is basically pretty, what it is. Pretty fucking gross. It's not good, and the cake isn't even that good. They say fruit with cake. It's not fruit, and it's fucking not cake. No, there's it's no cake like, I've ever had in my life, you cocksucker. It's like cracker mush. It's, it's not bread. Tasty. It's just bread. It's bread. It's 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 paste and bread. This is what it is. Just say what the fuck it is, Fig Newton. Call it paste and bread. That's the new name. Can't get more fucking Caucasian show. than that. I guess that's why Basics I only fucking white podcast is going to be is. known as paste and bread. Paste and bread. <laughs> am I bread? Why am I bread? <laughs> You're obviously paste. Oh my bread! I don't like that. I don't like being bread at all. Because you're my red brother. You're my bread. You're my red brother. You're my bread. Brother red. Brother red bread. I love it. Brother red bread. Paste he and likes bread. bread and butter. He likes toast and jam. He likes toast and jam. He I likes all like these simple bread. things, and that's why he I likes like spam. That's I like my spam. baby feeds me. I'm her loving man. Spam some good shit. How come? How come more people don't eat spam? They're put off by spam. the. T- I have a can of spam in my cupboard. I just don't know what I'm going to do with it. My first thought was spam salad, and then now I just want to eat it. But... No, no, man, cut it in slices and fry it up, and just make sandwiches with mayonnaise most delicious thing you'll ever come up with. I mean, Spam is good with anything. You can make it in eggs. You can make it in salad. You can make it... You can eat it on its own. You know uh, what I best, like? The best way to get the best flavor out of it, though, is to fry it. You, 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 you slice it, 
you cut it in slices and put it in a pan and just pan fry it. And you get that crust on the outside. Oh my gosh, it's so fucking delicious. You know what I love? I love a good liverwurst and onion sandwich. Hey, man, I, I dig liverwurst. You know what I, I got my son to try for the first time ever was um uh, pimento cheese. I don't know if people eat pimento cheese either. I've had olive cheese before. Olive cheese was really good. Isn't that pimento cheese? What's olive cheese? Is olive that pimento cheese. cheese? It's like it's like a Swiss, but it tastes like olives. And it has olives in it. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't Green know. olives. Green olives. The best olives. You have something against the blacks, dude? No, they just don't have as much flavor. I, I know some rappers that would disagree with you. my mom always went on about black olives when i was a kid you gotta eat the black olives they don't taste like anything so why are they in there you can't taste them why is it there mind you this is the type of people my mom and my grandparents were the ones who told me not to eat the cilantro on my plate because it was a garnish 20 years later, look at all of us eating cilantro, you fuckers! <laughs> you sure that was cilantro? Yeah. Yeah, cilantro back in the day was seen as a garnish. And then people started eating it like, hey, this is good with this and this and this. Yeah. Okay. I yep. never had cilantro as a garnish. Mm-hmm. Where did you eat cilantro as a garnish? The Mexican restaurant? No, just restaurants, cafes and shit. They'd like garnish your frickin' potatoes or some shit with it. I don't know. Sure it wasn't parsley? I'm pretty sure it was cilantro because I did just... Most places don't garnish with cilantro, man. I did just watch stuff talking about how cilantro wasn't like widely consumed until recently because people thought it was... Never heard about people garnishing with cilantro ever. Parsley is used well, I know as a parsley. garnish. Yeah. Which you can eat. There's nothing wrong with it. But usually they, yeah, back in the day, like the 80s and 90s, they'd garnish it with just random things for no reason. Mm-hmm. Which, you know what? I watch enough cooking shows. They'll tell you, never garnish, never put something on the plate that you shouldn't eat. That's do not, stupid. Do and not stu- mind the rat droppings. It is just a garnish. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Why would you put something on the plate that you wouldn't want somebody to eat? It's stupid. But no, I guess, I guess, I guess I've never heard of cilantro as a as a garnish. I know a lot of people don't like cilantro, and I love it. My son, my son, who eats almost everything, does not like I cilantro. Type cilantro. So it's and- hard for me to get pico de gallo. I gotta just chop onions and tomatoes. It's crazy. But it is what it is. I'll buy I, I typed fucking, cilantro uh, buy as a into Google, and it came up with cilantro as a garnish. Here's seven reasons cilantro is more than cool. just a garnish as an article on emaxhealth.com. Wow. I, figure I, should I don't think that. I've ever. Okay, cool. I don't think I've ever <laughs> had cilantro as a garnish, but rock. You made me feel like I a dummy, and I had to rectumfy myself. So I rectumfied myself. I found myself inside my rectum. Yeah, you can rectum. <laughs> Damn near killed him. 
I'm glad you did. Yeah, I just, I've, I guess I've just never heard of cilantro as a garnish, but maybe I've lived around a Mexican community long enough to where it's always just been food. I it's don't know. So good. It's so good. I like cilantro. I, it is. I love it. There's so much flavor in it, and it accentuates other flavors. Like it, it gives a one thing I love about cilantro, which is why I think it works so good in pico de gallo, is it turns a spice into a hard tart. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you put cilantro with an onion, you don't get so much that, that bite from the spice. You get a hard tart from it. And, and, and it works beautifully. It complements it. I mean, that's why it's there. It complements it. It's awesome. A charred fart. A charred fart. Or a, or a hard tart. Any of them. Let's take a I'm down with all, all of them. Yep. Hard heart. <laughs> Damn it. That's what I could think of. <laughs> I know, right? Marge Bart. <laughs> Marge Bart. <laughs> no! Start your cart. Enlarged heart. Man, we're so on point tonight. Talking... Hey, that's because we're not fucking drinking. We're not doing drugs. It's fucking completely sober. While I drink this Lift Bridge Brewing Company Warden Milk Stout, motherfucker. I'm going to kiss my buddy Evan. Williams, that is. Might as well just drink. shoot heroin into your eyeballs when I think of drugs and alcohol I think of heroin and wine motherfucker yes indeed we are heavily against drugs and alcohol and by drugs and alcohol we mean heroin and wine yep exactly (laughs) heroin and wine that's what it all is baby heroin see see the connection is there. It was built in. <laughs> it's like Coke and cocaine. Wine used to have heroin in it. <laughs> A lot of people don't believe me that, that the original Coke had cocaine in it. I don't know why they don't believe me. Like, has our world fucking gone that far down the rabbit hole that it actually baffles people that something like that could happen? I don't know. To me, that, that's... The, the, I don't know. It's not that fucking crazy considering what we have in shit nowadays, right? Right. Aspartine and Diet Coke isn't any worse than fucking cocaine and Coca-Cola, <laughs> is it? Honestly? Right. Uh, actually, cocaine would probably help your diet more. Caffeine! <laughs> caffeine is one of the... Yeah, right? It probably would. Yeah, caffeine, I mean, caffeine is, is one of the like, most dangerous drugs in the fucking world. It's the, the most addictive drug in the world, and it runs rampant everywhere. Do you see that? Um, do you see that study with the uh, spiders and their webs? Uh, spiders and webs and caffeine, and they spin faster. No, so there there was a study that they they gave these spiders different drugs, and they uh, yeah, photographed yeah, yeah. webs, and like the uh, the marijuana one, 
like half of the spider web was like just a normal perfect spider web and then he literally like gave up and stopped which anybody who smoked weed would will realize will understand yeah sometimes you get sidetracked um the lsd one the spider spun like a beautiful fucking intricate web that will never catch any fucking insect ever <laughs> but it looked awesome <laughs> like it was beautiful it just won't ever catch anything <laughs> Um, and they gave like uh, they gave cocaine to one, and it was really erratic and just fucking had no pattern to it at all. And the caffeine one, like, looked like a drunk third grader drew it with a crayon. Like it was the it was literally the worst fucking web out of all of them. Was the caffeine one? And it was like out of all those things, you know, when you just look at something as basic as a spider building a spider web, which I know is super intricate, but when you're a spider, that's as basic as it fucking comes, folks. You know, and it could very uh, well be um, like caffeine, caffeine came out years and years ago, and people were probably like, "What is this new thing? What is this caffeine?" And they're like, "It's to give you energy." And then behind closed doors, they're like, "It's going to dumb you down and make you more obedient." Right. <laughs> And all this like time we've been like, funny. oh, yeah, pop is fucking awesome. Because we're dumber now. Yeah, well, especially... Watch out, man. We're all going to get shoved into FEMA camps. It's FEMA camps. It's fucking soda. FEMA camps owned by Vince McMahon. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That'd be some shit. You go to see a Raw Live event. Or no, a house show. It has to be house shows because they can't show it on TV or it ruins yeah, it. You go to a house show and then they're like, don't leave yet because you can't. Welcome to your FEMA camp. <laughs> and then you're stuck. That'd be cool shit. <laughs> Free. It's a wonderful cheese and I love it. I love cheese. This is what I'm not the when biggest take wrestling fan. Notes, guys. I know. Actually, you, you know what? Brie is such an unpopular cheese. Um, you, you got to give it away. You can't even sell it. You got to give it away. <laughs> That's Americans, though. I think in Europe it sells like crazy. Oh yeah. Um, I like, I like you know some, what? I don't know. I haven't tried. Uh, God damn it. Uh, I like uh, Munster and Gouda. Those are my Munster's tops. Good. Man. My issue Monster with Munster is there's just not enough flavor. If it had more of that flavor there, I would love the fuck out of some Munster. Hey, bitter. I like the bitter taste. I like sharp and pungent. And I've never had... What's that stinky cheese? Whoa. I, I, I bring up Vince McMahon and FEMA camps and we lose connection to the co-host. This is not a joke. Come on! Man, I brought up Vince in the FEMA camps. That's my God fault. I'm sorry. damn it! You're doing so good. I don't know what the fuck goes on with this shit. I'm sitting here talking about fucking cheese and the shit no. fucking cuts off and pisses me off. They, they, they just now caught on to us talking about the FEMA camps. They didn't like that, so they shut it down. Shit gets weird, man. Shit gets weird. I don't Come even know on. what the fuck If you're going to try to edit the show, guys, at least listen live, you bastards. 
<laughs> well, you know, but they got to call. You know, he isn't listening, so they got to call into Vince, and they got to say, hey, he's talking about this and this and this, and then he's got to fucking give them the go-ahead whether to fucking cut it or not. It's fucking, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I like, I like, I like Gouda. I like Monster. I like Pro- Provolone might be my top, man. What is Provolone's the stinky good- cheese? Fucking Stinky? cheese from our childhood. Yeah, like the cheese that was always talked about. Fucking, fucking, goddamn it. Lindberger. There you go, Lindberger. I've never had it, but I, I have a feeling I would love it. See, I, I like like a. Know, I've never had it either. I even like blue cheese. Like blue cheese crumbles, I can just snack on them. Yeah, blue cheese is really tart. I like blue cheese also. Um, goat cheese, man. They sell like goat cheese mixed with either blueberry or raspberries. Man, you throw that shit on a cracker or a bagel. That's some of the best shit you'll ever eat. Almond milk. You can't milk an almond, you motherfucker. Do you ever watch that? Um, you watch Limburger um, isn't even the stinkiest cheese anymore. Aw, oh, them sons of bitches. It's, it's That's like how. That's like how fucking, um, uh, uh, um, what was it? Not, uh, habanero used to be the hottest pepper and then it was ghost pepper and now it's the fucking Carolina, Carolina Reaper. And yeah. That should, that should Carolina. be changing they soon keep, too. The Carolina oh, yeah. Reaper has been around for quite a while. They keep updating shit all the fucking <laughs> time. You always got to one up your, your shit. And then they're going to invite a pe- invent a pepper that's so hot it kills you. And then they're going to stop after the government weaponizes it. Right. They're going to give it to police officers for their pepper spray. They didn't shoot him. <laughs> Just maced him. He died anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. They're just macing black people with the fucking, with the hot pepper. Yup. Yup. I'm sorry. I'm reading about the stinkiest cheese. <laughs> it's called camembert, and it's made from camembert? raw cow's milk, and is required by law to be made only with unpasteurized milk. The motherfuckers! Why is the government always getting into our stinky cheeses? <laughs> it's getting harder and harder to come by, though, because of the lack of unpasteurized milk in the world. Uh, well, and that's there's a good reason, man. We pasteurize has, for a good cause to fucking keep it fresh. On the scent notes, it has hints of garlic, barnyard, and ripe laundry. Now that's what I look for. Hints of barnyard. <laughs> hey, what the fuck does that mean? Like every barnyard has to smell different, doesn't it? Hints of barnyard. Dude, I don't like hints of barnyard when I'm driving between towns. I don't want it when I'm fucking eating a grilled cheese sandwich. Holy shit. I don't like hints of barnyard, barnyard when my kids are watching the movie. Uh, what kind of movie makes a male cow have teats? Yeah, that's pretty freaky how he's got those titties <laughs> and shit. Yeah, Barnyard's a weird fucking movie, man. They're all weird if you look into them. They are all weird. Out. Check out Fantastic Fables, y'all, and find the weirdness yeah. in everything. That fucking rabbit hole. There's no turning fucking back. It's insane. We want to talk about drugs. Let's talk about Fantastic Fables. 
You know, I heard good things about my Hansel and Gretel. I thought it was really fucked up, but people seem to like it. It was lovely. So I'm going to get a lot more fucking things going because, uh, because, man, you can come up with some weird shit. I don't realize how fucked up my mind is until I just let it go. And then it's like, wow, shit's disturbing, man. Right. And up until this year in your life, you've never had the ability to go back and listen to the words that come out of your mouth. Yeah, that's just it. I'll say something really fucked up and I'll know it's fucked up. But then, like, next week I forgot about it. But now it's like I can literally fucking go back and hear it and be like, holy shit. That's not... That's that's not healthy, man. That's not healthy. <laughs> oh, where are we at on the uh, on the show, man? We are almost out, sir. Four minutes, three and a half minutes. Three and a half minutes left. Yes. God damn! I hope you all enjoyed this show, man. This is our we talked sober, about cheese and cilantro. <laughs> Yep, yep. It was a very, uh, very good, on-point, fucking strictly wrestling-related show. Not off-topic? The shit you want to hear. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Don't forget to tune in to fucking uh, Stoned Out Sundays every Sunday, folks. You gotta hear yeah. what they gotta say. Hey. And Strategy will be back in Hit the it up. house Get local this Sunday with me in the Flobane Saloon. The way it should be. The way it's meant to be. As he He's has not, returned oh, home back? for the month the of July. Yes, he, he has returned. Actually, they, nice. they are in Minnesota. They're still down there, but they will be back on Saturday. Nice, he got his ass out of the mouth. Yes, indeed. And they will be maybe he would have got stuck the there area for the entire month of July. So we'll be cracking down on some some music, getting these EPs cranked out and finished up, and polished and 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 wonderful. We'll be we'll be doing Stone Out Sundays the way it's meant to be. The brothers in the house across the table. I'm super sharing. excited for that, man. It's good. It's good. I'm excited. I I have an exuberant amount of time off work coming up. Uh, my wallet's not happy, but my heart is, so that's good. Great. Yeah, get local MN. Don't forget, get local MN. Do you got anyone's coming up soon on that? Oh, boy. Uh, I've been in talks with some people. Um, like I said, I'm not trying to – everybody's like time, and like time's not good for them at the time, and I'm like, well, fuck, just tell me when you're ready. I've got some people. I don't want to drop names yet just in case it doesn't fall through. We got some good shows coming up. Um, some some current uh, heavy hitters in the music scene, um, in the rap industry and the rock industry, for that matter. <laughs> as well nice. as um, I'm I'm going to be talking to some of my heroes uh, from Minnesota hip hop past, and just catching up with them and talking about their careers and what life has become now. And, you know, things of that matter. And I'm really excited for this line of shows. It might be a little boring to people, but um, I know I got my buddy Minnesota Menace uh, sketched, Luke Brickley. He is a rapper, or was a rapper. He doesn't do so much anymore, but he's still got the love for it. And he's literally, like, one of my initial influences in the scene. <laughs> going to be sitting down with him and talking yeah. about 
the music and going to be talking about um, his his career now as a tattoo artist and and how you know even if he's not making music he's still staying relevant in the Minnesota art scene. Oh and yeah, that's, that, that's cool. That's that's, that's something different. Mm, when I hit him up, he's like, like, "Yeah, but I'm not really relevant." And I said, "Fuck you, you are relevant." He is one yeah. of my favorite people on Facebook to scroll past. He's very opinionated. He's got a lot to say, and he's he's hard in his ways, and I love it. And I'm really looking forward to sit down with him. Uh, at the end of July, you and I are going to be out at the Galactic Get Down. No shit, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, dude. Holy I might, fuck! I might have to bring you on as a full-time correspondent after that. We will see. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be interesting. It'll be a blast. Yes, indeed. Some uh, some of the best bands in Minnesota and surrounding areas, and we get to talk to all of them. Some of the best artists around. Some of oh, the yeah. best artists around. Some of the best artists you've never heard of. Yes, indeed. I will be getting a stack of posters and flyers, too, to start flagging up the area around me pretty soon here. Got to get the word out, man. I'm excited for that. We were both there last year. It was fucking magic. So magic, in fact, that that Fat Mac was able to clutch a beer in his hands as he slept deeply. Deeply, deeply. But I would not let you even tried to take it from me. And I held on to it while I slept. It was the Iron Fist. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Don't forget to to check out Into the Wild Green Yonder. They've been chronicling the... There. We hope to hear more of that. Just amazing. Shut up and eat. We're hoping to hear more recipes from that pretty soon. The whole cloud style fucking nation. Yes, indeed. We Check might us be out. Slacking here Check and us there. out. Patreon.com slash cloud style. Cloud style. Cloud Give style. us your money Patreon. and laugh more. Because yes, we're way Patreon. funnier there than we are here. Patreon.com cloud style fucking do it. It's awesome. We're all awesome. We're all fucking loving it. It's all fucking amazing. Folks, it's beautiful. I ain't going to lie fucking out. Get Local MN is my favorite cloud style program out there right now. That's the one I like. But that's because I love the underground. I love hearing. I love learning about new things. And I love the, I love the music industry. And I love uh, the artistry of it all. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for the shit coming up in the future. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Some, we go to some places you wouldn't expect sometimes, like like the, the Psycho Maiko episode. Like that, like right oh, off the my bat went gosh. deep. We went that as was, deep as deep got. Like dude, in the first that was one minutes. of the best. I would, I would vote <laughs> that for one of the best podcast episodes of 2017 is that Psycho Maiko episode. When he got deep into his personal fucking life, the shit that happened to him as a kid growing up, it was fucking, it was super deep, man. If you folks haven't listened to it, just go, even if you don't listen to any other episode of Get Local, I'm in, and you're not interested in these artists, check out the Psycho Michael episode because that was, that was, that was a portrait of a man. It right. really, it was not a, an artist talking about his art form. That was a portrait of a man. Yeah. And at Galactic Get Down, we will get, be getting weeks and weeks of material for you guys over oh, there shit. on Get Local MS. It's going to be awesome. 
We, and we usually do hour-long we'll shows, and I'm thinking uh, these weeks are going to be longer. And, and like I said, I, I'm, I'm expecting to have a month's worth of material there. So that'll be a lot of fun. And I'm hoping we, we, we record some fucking random shit throughout the whole week that we can put on our Patreon. Just weird fucking random shit that we record. We can get with uh, local folks down there. We can do trivia, talk to people, see what's going on, give interviews. We're just going to fucking spread our wings and fly. Shit. That's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. And what it's all about is we've given you guys four minutes longer than you deserve. You motherfuckers, give us that four minutes back! (laughs) Uh, But that's what happens when you talk about the cloud style. Because it is big. The cloud is huge. All right, folks, we love you, but it's time for us to be signing off. For Beefsticks Cloudcast, Get Local MN, and Cloud Style Broadcasting, my name is Slim Shady. And I am Eminem. Yes. Would the real Marshall Mathers please stand up? No, he's not here. Slim Shady and Eminem. Signing out.